Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, only about 13 minutes each day, but it keeps us in God's word and thereby helps us to stay strong in our faith because faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. But it also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and upon our spiritual lives, whether we need to pay more attention or maybe in some cases we say, hey, we need to keep going in this good direction. But whatever the case, it helps us to be strong spiritually. Now, we encourage you always, share these short studies with everybody you can, friends, family members, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. Through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, you may help somebody grow in their faith by getting them into God's word through these short studies. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing for them, but also a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to continue in our series talking about heart troubles or problems of the heart. And again, we're obviously not talking about the physical muscle within our chest. We're talking about that deeper heart, that understanding, that principle, our conscience, our morality, our mindset, we could put it that way even, our soul, our spiritual, our spiritual being or our spiritual focus. That's what we're really talking about. And so when we read statements that talk about, well, or some or we hear people say, you know, I believe it with all my heart. They're not talking about the heart that pumps blood through their circulatory system all day, every day, throughout the rest of their lives. They're talking about that deeper principle of where my, my real value system is, where my real thinking, my mindset, my morality, my soul is. Now, we've talked about a number of heart troubles or problems of the heart to this point in this series. We've talked about hatred. We've talked about laziness, gossip, worry, unforgiveness. And today I want us to begin another of those heart troubles, and that's pride. Pride. Now, again, that might cause some people to think, well, pride, I'm surprised you would think of that as being a problem of the heart. But then other people would say, yeah, you're right, it certainly is. Well, what I want to point out is there are two kinds of pride. One could be termed godly pride, I think, and it would be akin to a, a proper level of self-esteem. Now, what do I mean by that, a proper level of self-esteem? I'm talking about a pride that motivates a person to take care of themselves to maintain a good appearance and thus develop a healthy self-image. They understand their inherent self-worth because of, they're created in God's image. They, they have a soul. They, they don't, it, it's not because of anything they have done, but because of the fact that they are created in God's image and that should therefore humbly but purposefully strive to live as worthy of that image as possible. Now, that's the good kind of pride. I think we can call that godly pride. Somebody goes to work every day, they do a good job. They work at their job. They're productive. They follow through. They follow the rules and the guidelines. They produce well. And that's because they recognize that that's the fulfillment of their responsibility for having that job. 
that's godly pride. They carry themselves properly before other people. They try to present the image of a Christian. That's godly pride. They want to do right. They want to be good, productive citizens within their nation. They want to be respectful of others and in that way, encourage others to be respectful of them. That's godly pride. But then there's a second kind of pride, and this is the one that we really are talking about in this particular section of our series. And this second kind of pride is obviously ungodly pride. Well, godly pride, ungodly pride. Well, what do we mean by ungodly pride? Some related descriptive terms are as follows. Haughtiness, conceit, arrogance. You might be able to think of some other synonyms that could go along with the principle of ungodly pride. Arrogance is a natural byproduct of ungodly pride. And we'll use this term as part of the focus of this study. Now, while godly pride is a virtue, ungodly pride is a sin. Did you get that? Let me repeat that. Ungodly, or rather godly pride, is a virtue. It's something that a person can look at or other people can see as a quality, a Christian quality within an individual. But ungodly pride, somebody calling attention to themselves all the time, somebody trying to you know, portray themselves as great and somebody to be followed or somebody to be you know, respected because of things they have done, because of abilities they have and so on, that's a sin. That's, that's arrogance. That's conceit. That's haughtiness. Elevating themselves in their own mind and also trying to elevate themselves in the in the eyes of other people around them, calling again, calling attention to themselves, that is undue attention. Well, a person who exhibits ungodly pride typically acts rather high and mighty. He's self-aggrandizing. That's a pretty, <laughs> that's a pretty technical kind of term, self-aggrandizing. Basically, they're just haughty. They keep calling attention to themselves. See how good I am. See how smart I am. Let me tell you about all the good things I've done. Let me tell you about somebody who just bragged on me. Well, that kind of an individual is puffed up with himself and caught up in his own sense of self-importance, and he's trying to self-glorify that is, glorify himself in the, in the eyes of others and calling attention to himself to, to seek glory for himself. Now, he continually strives to elevate himself in the eyes of people around him. This kind of pride naturally takes the glory away from God. After all, who gives us the abilities that we possess? Who opens the doors of opportunities to us to serve God in, in productive, godly ways? Who gives us those opportunities? Who gives us those abilities? God. Remember what James said in James 1 and verse 17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights. Now taken to its most self-destructive level, such a person who lives in ungodly pride, such a person actually displaces God in his life and puts himself in God's place, often without realizing it. Now, understand again, that kind of a person, a person who exhibits 
and lives in ungodly pride, they're continually trying to glorify themselves or bring glory to themselves instead of giving the glory to God. And in its most self-destructive sense, it's a person who actually displaces God in his life and puts himself in God's place. And again, he can do that without even realizing it. And if you pointed that, that out to him that he was doing that or she was doing that, they might become very angry with you. But you see their mindset of trying to seek glory for themselves and call attention to themselves on an ongoing basis has become so ingrained within them that, that they think that's normal. They think that, in fact, in some cases, they might think that they are examples of humility when they're exactly the opposite. A technical term that has been given to people, you know, that, that maybe is the ultimate in self-aggrandizing and self-glorification is narcissism. They keep calling attention to themselves all the time, all the time, over and over and over, bragging on themselves and so on. Ungodly pride can be insidious. Many people who exhibit it are unaware of their problem, as I've just indicated, and absolutely do not realize their behavior or how it affects other people around them. People don't like to be around somebody on an ongoing basis who keeps bragging about themselves, calling attention to themselves, elevating themselves over others and in the eyes of others. That's not a comfortable relationship to be in. Believe it or not, some people, again, are even proud of their humility. And they'll go to considerable lengths to expound upon how humble they are. And all the time they're doing that, they're actually seeking praise for themselves. They're speaking pridefully about themselves. Oh, I'm, I'm so humble. I'm always trying to be humble. But they're bragging on themselves in the process. The story goes of a man who was awarded a medal for his humility. And then he had to have it taken away <laughs> because he wore it. <laughs> Showing off. I've just won an award. I've won a medal. See what this medal's about? It's for my humility. Well, he had to, ha he had to give it back. He was not exhibiting the humility for which he had been awarded. Now let's consider in our further study on this particular subject, let's consider the two opposite kinds of pride from the perspective of Scripture. Again, a lot of people exhibit ungodly pride. But at the same time, a lot of people, they really do exhibit godly pride. They're not looking for self-glorification. They're not looking for people to brag on them, to always tell them how great they are and how, how smart they are and how successful they are and superior they are to others. They're not after that. They live a life that simply tries to be responsible to do what they need to do, to work their job, to be good parents, to be good children in some cases, to be good citizens, to be good Christians. That's godly pride. Ungodly pride, they have this need 
this inherent need to keep calling attention purposefully to themselves to get praise, to get glory heaped upon them, to be told how great they are. And unfortunately, a great deal of the time, they don't even realize their arrogance in so doing. Well, let's stop and pray. Father, help us to be the examples of godliness, of godly pride before others, to be humble before you and before others, and to give you the glory for the good that we accomplish. And help us by living this example to help others to see where maybe they're living in arrogance and self-glorification and help them to see their error. Please guide us in this, Father, we pray. Please forgive us and hear our prayer, gracious Father. In Jesus' name, amen.